Welcome to a Shall We Read a Poem. I'm Russ. I'm Lauren. No. Did I sound kind of smug when I said that? No, I mean, you always sound a little bit smug. <laughs> no matter what I say or just when I say my name? Oh, oh uh, basically all of the time. It's on brand. But I think I do too. I had a high school teacher once refer to me as imperious. <laughs> I had a college professor call me cheeky. Oh. <laughs> And it was awful because I had the hugest crush on her. Mm. And I, well, probably the first teacher that I ever had a big old crush on. And then come to find out she was lesbian. And so that did not help my chances at all. But hmm. Nope. Nope. No, but I think that's on brand. I think that both of us definitely sound too big for our britches. Is it britches or bridges? Well, it's, uh, I think it's breeches, but... Yeah. Well, britches, I've heard britches is referred to pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and isn't breeches supposed to be pants? I think also, yes. Because I'm going off my dead grandfather where it's like, he's too big for his breeches. I think it was a lot, when I was growing up, I heard bridges. And so I was like, oh yeah, like a flooding stream. <laughs> so that's the new turn of phrase. He's too big for his bridges. Like yes. the mighty Colorado. He is overtaking his banks and washing away homesteaders. Yes. <laughs> and I even knew which bridge I was thinking about when I would think of that term because it, the area flooded a lot. God damn Potomac. I think it was actually Bush Creek. Oh, okay. <laughs> what you drinking? Reverend Nat's Portland Hard Cider. Valley of the Pear. Reverend Nats. My God, is that a title one can self-apply? Can we? Can I just be Reverend Russ? From now? Oh my God, it's alliterative too. Holy God. I did Universal Life Church when I was in my teens, and so I sometimes would refer to myself as Reverend Lauren Hudgens. I also some, did. I had a friend who nicknamed me Reverend. I did exactly the same thing. In fact, the person that married me in the States was Universal Life Church. Cool. He's well, fun. what are we talking about today? Well... We have decided to tackle the poem where you've been intimidated with. Oh my god, are we doing that one this week? I haven't yeah. prepared anything for that one. Alright, well, you're along for the ride then, I guess. Okay, I'm along for the ride. So we're doing Unicorn. We're doing Unicorn because this is the recording right before St. Patrick's Day. Alright, so how are we going to do this? Are we singing or... I mean, why don't you join me on the chorus? Alright, this is Shel Silverstein's The Unicorn. A long time ago, when the earth was green, and there were more kinds of animals than you've ever seen, and they run around free while the world was being born, and the loveliest of all was the unicorn. There were green, there was green alligators, alligators and long-necked long geese. There, there was, was humpy, humpy bumpy, bumpy camels and chimpanzees. There was, there was cats, cats and rats and, rats and elephants, elephants, but sure as you're born, born the loveliest of all was the unicorn. But the Lord seen some sinning, and it caused him pain. He says, stand back, I'm gonna make it rain. He says, hey, brother Noah, I'll tell you what to do. Go and build me a floating zoo. And you take, and you take two alligators, couple <laughs> of geese, two humpy bumpy camels, and two chimpanzees. <laughs> take two cats and rats and elephants, but as sure as you're born, Noah, don't, Noah, you, don't forget you forget my, my unicorn. unicorn. <laughs> 
No, no, it was there. And he answered the Colin. And he finished up the ark just as the rain started falling. He marched in the animals two by two. And he called out as they went through. Hey, Lord. Hey, Lord, I got, I got, got you two alligators and your couple, <laughs> couple of geese. Your humpy bumpy camels and your two, two chimpanzees. Got your got cats, your cats and, rats and rats and elephants. elephants but, Lord, Lord, I'm so, so forlorn. forlorn I just, I just don't, don't see, see no, no unicorn. unicorn. Old Noah looked out through the driving rain, but the unicorns were hiding, playing silly games. They were kicking and splashing in the misty morn. Oh, them silly unicorn. Then the goats then the started, goat started goating, and the snake started, started snaking. <laughs> the elephants started elephanting, elephant, and the boat started shaking. The mouse started, mouse started squeaking, 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 the lion started, started roaring, and everyone's aboard but the, the unicorn. I mean, the I mean the green alligators and the long neck geese, the humpy, the humpy bumpy camels and the chimpanzees. Noah, Noah cried, cried close the door, cause the rain, the rain is pouring. And we just can't wait for them, you unicorn. <laughs> then the ark started moving, and it drifted with the tide. And the unicorns looked up from the rock and cried. And the water come up and sort of floated them away. That's why you've never seen a unicorn to this day. You'll see a, You'll lot, see of a lot of alligators, alligators and a whole and a whole mess of geese. geese. You'll see humpy, see humpy bumpy, bumpy camels, camels and lots, and of, lots of chimpanzees. You'll see, You'll see cats, cats and rats and, rats and elephants, elephants. But sure, but sure as you're born, you're never you're gonna, gonna see, see no, no unicorn. unicorn. I take it you were singing it in the style of Shel Silverstein? No, I was singing in the style of Tom Waits. It can be hard to tell sometimes. <laughs> that uh, was the best work we've ever done. <laughs> for sure. It was a and, shambles. And on either page, so the Unicorn of Poem spans two pages, and on either page is a really derpy-looking unicorn. Their, their head is completely filled with air. Not a thought behind those eyes. You've, <laughs> you've heard the things like, why, is uni- why are unicorns a fanciful animal? It's a horse with a horn versus whereas giraffes are real, where it's a combination horse, monster, camel thing with a 40-foot neck. He has a poem about a giraffe, too. The one about riding on the neck of a running giraffe. Well. All right. Was that so, just so we could do a terrible... Sa- also, I apologize to everyone's ears out there, mostly for me. Uh, one thing I wanted to note about this before I leave the book is that cats and rats and elephants are all one word for some reason in this poem. It is written such. So Shell wrote this song uh, back in 1962 and it was included on his album Inside Folk Songs which also contained Boa Constrictor and 25 Minutes to Go which we've talked about when we talked about the poem Boa Constrictor. And so then in 1967 there was a group called the Irish Rovers. Mm. And they are, some people are like, oh, they're Canadian. But actually, most of them were originally from Ireland. There's the biggest Irish population in Vancouver. Really? Yeah, it's huge. 
I would come to find this out upon visiting an Irish pub and being like, "This everyone who works here is Irish? And the dude's like, yeah. I was like, that's a thing? And he's like, oh yeah, there's so many Irish people here. And I have met in Vancouver more Irish people than I've met Canadians. That's really interesting. There are pretty much no Irish people in Portland. So the unicorn, when it was first released, it hit the top of the charts and was there from the spring to the rest of the summer. And I believe it was Shell's, yeah, it was Shell's first number one song. Obviously not performed by Shell Silverstein, but they also, the Irish Rovers also made famous the song Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. And also the uh, What Should We Do With a Drunken Sailor song. Rovers Shred. A long time ago when the earth was green And there was more kinds of animals than you'd ever seen They'd run around free while the earth was being born But the loveliest of them all was the unicorn Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody! (laughs) Yes, I have more to add, but I'm digging it up. Hmm. So there's one... One version of Shel Silverstein doing the unicorn on stage that's recorded. And it's a very, I believe it was recorded in Chicago. But he's there up there singing to the children. And what's great is when he gets to the end of the poem. And he's singing to one child in particular. And the child sort of looks up with him and it dawns on this child that the unicorn's probably drowned. And that facial expression is great. I, to, to be honest, I was like, oh, yeah, were we supposed to do the unicorn? I don't remember. Fuck it. I'm so angry. And that was okay. But now, like, things are so jovial that I almost don't want to do my poem just because I'm like, well, this is happy. Like, I, we should keep this going. But which one are we going to oh, do? Oh, hello. Well, a long time ago, when the earth was Oh, green, shit. This looks raw. <laughs> and there was more kind of animals than you've ever seen. <laughs> and they run around free. Man, it is an odd thought to have when I'm watching, like, Shell sing amongst a group of children, but this dude fucked. Look at at this dude. He's having a good time. No, but just the charisma. Like, this dude, he was pulling. Right, the Lord's seen some sinning. And it caused him pain. He said, stand back, I'm on a make You see, it this rain. is why he was at, like, the Playboy Mansion. You know Hef just gave him a guitar and put him in the corner and was like, just just do your thing. You just fuck over there. And you take two alligators and take a couple of geese, some humpy bumpy camels and some chimpanzees. Take two cats, two rats, two elephants. But sure as you're born, no, don't. Also, can we talk about the fact that he's singing right. to a bunch of children on stage and his shirt is unbuttoned to the waist? And he answered the call. <laughs> he finished up the yard to save the ring. Save the ball. Yes, he you can see his hess is a bit hairy. You can see his chest is a bit hairy. And call well, the bald head, giant beard, and that tracks. It's all oh, that die testosterone. Look at it go. I got your cats and rats and elephants. But Lord, I'm so forlorn. Cause I just don't see no. Yeah, Noah looked out through the driving rain. But the unicorns was playing, playing silly games. They were kicking and splashing while the rain was pouring. Oh, them. 
So this recording was done sometime in the late 1970s for Channel 11 News in Chicago, where he grew up. The mouth started squeaking and the line started roaring, and everyone's aboard but the... These days we get puff pieces on the new elephant being born at the zoo. Look at this shit. Here is Shel Silver. What if we just took the most maniacal, currently living poet and put him on stage with children and have him sing a biblical fable? So, then the ark started moving and it drifted with the tide. And the unicorns looked up from the rock and they cried. And, well, they were left behind. And the water come up and sort of floated them away. Did you see the part where Shell is speaking to that one child on his right? Oh, there it is. And the child is looking up at him as he's talking about the unicorns drowning. Yeah, she looks terrified. <laughs> She's looking at him with such concern. But sure as you're born, you're never gonna see no Mouth just dropped open, staring with complete earnestness. So, his pronunciation changes too. It goes from unicorn to unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> so the Irish Rovers later on they did a sequel to the Unicorn that they wrote. It was called The Unicorn: The Continuing Story, and it was released in 2018. And it makes the Unicorn song a little less sad. Boo hiss. Boo hiss. Also, can we appreciate that the Wiggles also covered this song? I don't know much about the Wiggles. They rock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how would I know about the Wiggles? Who doesn't know about the Wiggles? When did the, when were the Wiggles popular? Uh, Nineteen ninety one to now. Oh, weird. Yeah, they 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 have uh, never gotten in any trouble. Never done anything untowards. Never like. Providing wholesome entertainment without any kind of newsworthy things, they just turn up and make children laugh, and that's the end of it. Well, is there Good a energy. song of theirs I'd recognize? Um, probably. This is going to be such a nightmare to edit. Um, yeah, it is. They do a lot of covers. Uh, they make a lot of covers like Children Friendly. Do the Monkey. There's some children's band that took out the sad part of the Unicorn song, like the part where they're drowning, and it might have been the Wiggles. Well, but then it doesn't work. Well, let's see what the Wiggles version says. It drifted with the tide. The unicorns looked up from the rocks and they cried. And the waters came down and sort of floated them away. Why you never see unicorns to this very day. Okay, so they're not the ones who cut out the sad part. No. In fact, they okay. made the sad part more sad, if anything. <laughs> they fall I, to silence when they do that. Yeah, it's true. I don't know if I have heard this version before. I definitely heard the Irish Rovers one when I was growing up. Hmm. Okay, so here's the continuing story of the unicorn. Told you how the unicorns were stranded on the shore As the ark sailed away forevermore But have you heard the tale How they chased and swam away And they're splishing and splashing to this day Oh, fuck off. <laughs> what? 
what? Would you like to explain yourself for us? Are they go? Are they about to tell me that they turn into narwhals? Yes, of course. Oh, get fucked! <laughs> so the way it's the a, children, Rovers... it's okay. Things die. It's the natural order. I'm going to die. You're going to die. Everything's going to die. Well, maybe the idea that you can die because you make bad decisions is very scary. <laughs> yeah. So the continuing think... story of the unicorn is that instead of drowning. God was like, oh no, I'm so sad listening to them drown to death. Let's turn them into unicorns. It's a very sort of uh, Greek mythology way of dealing with it. And that definitely tracks with both Greek mythology and the Old Testament God who were very interested in human life. They, they, they both cared a lot. Well, not humans in this case, but animal life. They, they both definitely cared about the fates of things and mm-hmm. were really interested in a minimal amount of cruelty. That tracks. Irish Rovers, you just went down like four levels in my book. Well, I know you that was sarcasm. However, I would agree with you in part of that, which is that the Old Testament and Greek mythology, they are more concerned with the fates in that they are just kind of petty and are like, ugh, I don't like what's going on. Destroy everything. Whereas yeah. a, a New Testament God is more hands-off. No, no God would have saved. No God, no Christian, Greek, or otherwise would have saved the unicorns. They wouldn't have noticed. It would be us noticing ants. I mean, it's the poem suggests that God, God's favorite creature was the unicorn. Also, I am an avowed atheist, but the idea of a vengeful God, if... If that was what I was taught as a child, that I should fear God because he would hurt me, that tracks. Like, I can go, I can go along with that. Bone cancer in children, yeah, that's that's the God for me. So there's one last uh, version of it that I want to look at. Uh, and so in 2010, Dr. Dog did a cover of The Unicorn. I have absolutely no idea who that is. I know them. I've seen them live. Who or what is Dr. Dog? Well, maybe this will be less exciting for you then, but I know who Dr. Dog is, and so I was surprised to see they had done a cover of The Unicorn. I cannot imagine anything being less exciting at this point. A this, sounds like, this sounds like the Beach Boys. It does. Dr. Dog sounds a lot like the Beach Boys. Oh, I just looked them up on, on Wikipedia. They're influenced by the Beach Boys. Okay, yeah, of course. I would describe this as song if it were done by the Beatles or the Beach Boys. <laughs> I mean, the understand harmony, that's for damn certain. Mm-hmm. I hate this cover. <laughs> I just, to be honest, I don't like the Unicorns song all that much at all. And so all of them are just interesting for me to hear. I don't care about the song. I, I like fables. And so like the, the existence of the fable doesn't bother me. And I like the Irish Rovers version, and I like Shell's version, and I actually like the Wiggles version. There are songs that I want to hear covered by Tom Waits Mm -hmm. that Tom Waits has never sung. Mm -hmm. And one of them is that Winnie the Pooh song, Heffalumps and Woozles. I think that I would like that very much. Tom Waits has never sung that song. I want to hear him sing that song. And Unicorn is another one. He he would crush that. I, I I feel like that would be a platinum single. Also, did Heffalumps and Woozles scare the toss out of you as a kid? So I actually cannot remember the song, but I have an uneasy feeling when you mention it, so probably yes. 
At some point, there needs to be a follow-up to this episode where we find a band. Like, we need to hook up with someone that we know that can put together music where the unicorn is the overlying theme. You mean make our own version of the unicorn? Yeah, make our own version of the unicorn. Because, like, you have a good voice, and I have a Tom Waits voice, and we need to, like, I can, I can have together. a Tom Waits voice, too. Yeah, but you said, but you have a pretty voice, and I don't have a pretty voice. I can also sound like Tom Waits, kind of. Well, I can also sound pretty, but I don't do it well. Okay. Yeah, so do you have any uplifting thoughts to leave our listeners with? I don't really think we need them this time. There are no unicorns, and there never will be again, because God hates them. <laughs> They are just complete dunce buckets and didn't and couldn't couldn't show up on a deadline to save their life. Or their narwhals. Or their narwhals.